the blast from our past network. Traitor, listen. You have just three days to return the Golden Ninja Warrior to our master. Hear and obey. Listen to me. Traitor, I believe that you've received a death message from our Ninja Empire. Ninja is supreme and you have double-crossed it. Why did you do that? The Ninja Empire is evil. I have to reform the Ninja Empire. That is why I took away the Golden Ninja Warrior. You've got three days in which to return the Golden Ninja Warrior, or else you die. Go to hell! Talking back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back. This is the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. With me is co-host Dean. Hello, Dean. Come on in here. Get in here. I'm in. Hey, Tim. What's up? How's it going? Watch your head. Are you ready? The door. What did you call me? <laughs> What'd you call me, Tim? <laughs> I didn't call you anything. I said, watch your head. Oh, the door. Okay. It's a low door. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll watch my head. What did you watch think I, I called you? I am very tall. What did you think I called you? Uh, something, something with head on the end. I thought maybe you called me a dickhead. Oh, a dickhead. <laughs> hey, come on in here, dickhead. Asshead. Yeah. It's like, wow, feisty, feisty <laughs> words right off the top. No, that's... that's okay. No, okay. no, Dean. No, just watch out. Just duck. You have to watch duck my head. Okay, yeah. You have to duck a little yeah, coming into the studio. That's all. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, 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 where, what, what now? <laughs> what do we do now? Uh, you were going to say something before I called you an asshead. Before <laughs> <laughs> you called me an asshead. I was going to say, uh, are you ready for this movie? Oh, dude. Am I ready for this movie? Uh, am I ever? Okay. Okay, cool. So it's, uh, it's that special time of the month. Yeah. Rent is due and (laughs) we're dropping another ninja movie review. Yeah. Got to pay the dues. Pay the dues. Now I would like to say something before we get started. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. I have a, I do want to say something. He's got a statement present to present here. (laughs) Statement prepared. I want to present a statement to everybody. I've been thinking okay. long and hard about this, and I want to share it okay. with, with you and okay. with everybody. Okay. I want to thank the Ninja Walkthrough of 2023 for sharing this movie with us. Okay. Because without it, we wouldn't have this movie in our lives. Yeah, it's and true. And we are richer for it. Why do you look confused? What is this confused <laughs> look on your face? I would say, yes, my life is, um, I would say, maybe happier that I have this movie in it. Um, but also, uh, in my opinion, by far the worst ninja movie we have watched. Oh, no. Are you serious? By far. By far. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I'm very, very sorry yeah. to hear that, Dean. Because I'm yeah, I'm sorry, Tim. I am going a different route with this one. Okay, fair. One hundred percent different route. 
So Dean would yeah. like to criticize the Ninja Walkthrough yeah. of 2023 for bringing yes. this movie into our lives. Maybe. I mean, I am happy that I know it exists, but also I had trouble. I had trouble just even thinking it was a movie. Well, it's like, I mean, you have to, I feel like you have to take the fact that it's a terrible B movie, like really bad out of the equation. Yeah. You kind of have to take the budget constraints out of the equation. I don't feel like you can judge it because it didn't have a lot of money. No, that's not why I'm judging it because it didn't make a lot of sense. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. How many times did you watch it? I watched it one, one time. (sighs) I couldn't do it again, Tim. I couldn't sit through it again. Dean, I watched it once. It made no sense. I watched it twice. Okay. The sun rose. It shone on my face. (laughs) Yeah. Everything made sense. I loved it. Okay. I mean, like, I get that. I get what the movie was by the end of it. I was like, oh, that's what's going on here. So I do understand the movie. But during the movie, when I don't know what's going on, I find hard... I find it hard to enjoy it as much as I maybe should or want to. Is it possible that I can sway your ratings during this episode? Oh, Tim, my ratings were not affected with how bad I think the movie is. My ratings, this movie rates great. Okay, okay. That's all I'm 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 concerned with. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like on a star rating scale, you know, it's a one. It's a one. One out of five. I mean, I agree and I disagree, but I understand how you could rate this a one. This is one of those scenarios where you could rate it a one, I could rate it a four, and we're both right. Yeah. We're both right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I I get that for sure. Okay, cool. It's just a con- it's a confusing movie. Well, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of fun there's stuff a lot going, going on. on. There's a lot going on. And yeah, if you're not all that interested in it, you're not going to be paying attention yeah. to all the great stuff that's yeah. going on. So But don't you worry about my ratings, Tim. They're they're good. Dean, I was a damned fool to think that you wouldn't come. <laughs> With the appropriate yeah. rating for this movie. That's my exactly. that's my mistake. I apologize. That's on you. That's on me. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody, uh, we have a, a very special episode this week as we are covering a movie that is so bad, it's good. Yeah. It's a little something called Ninja Terminator. Now, Dean, I think I mentioned on like uh, one of the... I don't know if it was a previous uh, main feed or if it was on Patreon... But I made a comment about this movie. I actually thought this was going to be one of the worst ones um, ratings-wise. Like, I thought this was going to give American Ninja 2 a run for the bottom of the pile. Right. Now, that's because I had something different in my mind. So when I was, you know, doing the research to see what movies should be on this list for 2023, I did come across a movie that was literally about like a ninja cyborg terminator and okay. it looked awful and i thought that was this but after seeing this that it was not it's not the case i think the one that i'm thinking of if i remember correctly i couldn't find it anywhere it wasn't streaming or available anywhere so i okay. had to pluck it from the list yeah in my mind okay. this was just that movie but it wasn't so this is this is different than what i thought Okay, cool. So now that I have that off my chest, um, let's do the synopsis. Okay, wait, Tim, before the synopsis, I definitely thought it was going to be a Terminator cyborg type situation. 
Definitely. Well, I think that was because I led you on to believe that it was going to be okay. like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I, I did not know this until I started watching, and I was like, oh, I don't think there's going to be a cyborg in this movie. Again, my bad. Yeah, you're okay, yeah. <laughs> there is, however, something similar to a cyborg. Yes. <laughs> At that point, I was like, oh, this is the Ninja Terminator. <laughs> that could have been a nice twist. Uh that's some uh, of the good stuff. Yeah, keep up here. listening, everybody. You're gonna yeah. love <laughs> what we have to tell you about this movie. That's the good stuff. This yeah. is a fascinating movie. Uh, if you're not, if you're not completely thrilled by the end with everything we have to tell you, we'll give you your money back. Yep, for sure. Now the synopsis: Three martial arts students search for a golden statue believed to have magic powers. So I would say, hmm, that's not true. No, not really. Three martial arts students search for a golden statue believed to have magic powers. That would be a great synopsis if that was the synopsis for a prequel to this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say that might be what happened before this movie started. Yeah. So here, here's the real synopsis for this movie. I just had okay. to make a small adjustment. But it's yeah. three martial arts students steal a golden statue believed to have magical powers. <laughs> there you go. That's the perfect Nailed synopsis. It. Nailed it. Who screwed that up? What Who, moron yeah. got that wrong? Yeah. It, mu- it must have been the same moron that dubbed this movie. <laughs> Wrote the lines for the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. It's, it's starting already. Fine line between moron and genius. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hilarious dubbing job. Oh, man. It adds, <laughs> it adds so much to the movie. I was the thoroughly so funny. enjoying the dubbing. It's so funny. Did you actually try to read their lips to see what they were saying? Some of them are saying the English words. They're basically saying almost the exact same sentence, and the dub yeah. just like throws one or two extra yeah. words in. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But yeah. obviously awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, released in 1985, there is no financial information available about this movie. So this is where I like to play the guessing game. Uh, Mm. What do you think? What do you think about this budget? What do you think this grossed? Okay. Um, Budget, uh, 25 bucks. Whoa. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. I'm just being mean. I'm just being being mean mean now. You're being mean. Budget. Budget, I would say, I'm trying to think here, in the 80s, mid-80s, um, this could be like $50,000, maybe more, maybe 100000 Okay, cool. I've got, I'm sitting at 300000 That's where I'm at. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I you could be right. It could be that. What do you think it grosses? Ooh. Uh, 100000 Okay. I'm going a bit higher. I'm going 500000 because okay, yeah. these movies, uh, we'll get to it in one second. It's the very next thing I want to talk about. But these movies were consistently made over and over and over and over and over again. So yeah, there point. was an audience for them. So people were watching them. Yeah. They were making money. So I think it made a bit of money. Okay, I'll, I'll, ra- I'll raise mine. I'll raise mine up to 300000 Okay, cool. Now, it was written, directed, and produced by Godfrey Ho. He was a Hong Kong-based director believed to have directed more than 100 films, many being regarded as Z movies, which are movies with an even lower production value than a B movie. 
Okay. Wow, they go all the way, all the way to the end of the alphabet. That's pretty much what we've got going on here. Now, I actually, yeah. well, let's see. Do you think this is a Z movie, or would you call this a B movie? No, this is a Z movie, Tim. You think Tim. so? The slow motion scenes. Wow. Those are awesome. <laughs> Do you mean the stop motion scenes? Yes. So that actually makes me think that it maybe it is just a $50,000 yeah. budget. You, okay, so there's that that supports yeah. your theory. But then yeah. there's the ninjas who disappear and reappear in another spot yeah. seamlessly. That supports yeah. my $300,000. True. Uh, That's budget. true. I was thinking, I was thinking how could both those things be in the same movie? <laughs> you wouldn't, I was thinking that by the you end. You wouldn't think so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, Dean, Godfrey Ho, he loves ninja movies. Cool. Here are some of the movies he's created. The Ninja Force. Ninja the Protector, Full Metal Ninja, The Ninja Squad, Challenge of the Ninja, Thunder Ninja Kids, Zombie vs. Ninja, Night of the Ninja, The Ninja Showdown, Ninja Power Force, Ninja Force of Assassin, Ninja Knight Brothers of Blood, Ninja's Extreme Weapons, Ninja Demons Massacre, Ninja the Battalion, Empire of the Spiritual Ninja, Diamond Ninja Force, Ninja Knight Thunderfox, Ninja in Action, Ninja Kill, Ninja Avengers, Ninja Death Squad, Ninja in Action, Ninja Operation Licensed to Terminate, Cobra vs. Ninja, a nature movie, Ninja <laughs> Phantom Heroes, Ninja 8, Warrior of Fire. I don't think there were Ninja 1 through 7. They just jumped Definitely to 8. Not. Yeah. Ninja Dragon. Clash of the Ninjas, The Ultimate Ninja, Tough Ninja the Shadow Warrior, Ninja Hunt, Ninja Fantasy, Bionic Ninja, Ninja Champion, Ninja Destroyer, and The Blazing Ninja, to name some. To name a few. <laughs> to name a few. He likes ninjas. He won't stop until there are no more words to match with ninja. You just named like 40 movies that had ninja in the title i named some of his ninja movies <laughs> right wow okay it, this was a passion project that's what i'm trying to yeah. say i don't know if there are other words like maybe now maybe now he would be like you know he had ninja avengers in there maybe he'd add just break it down to like ninja captain america and ninja iron man <laughs> hmm Okay, Dean. You don't think so? Nah. You don't think that's what Ninja Avengers was about? Nah, <laughs> nah I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. Nah. I mean, you did. I'm surprised there's no Ninja versus Ninja on there, though. That's true. You, yeah. you kind of, I don't know. Feels like a bit of a And miss. Ninja versus Cobra? Why isn't there like Ninja versus uh, Rhinoceros? Rhinoceros. Yeah. Rhino. <laughs> Ninja versus. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Dean. Hey. Hey, Dean. Uh, let's leave the uh, movie naming to me. Okay. <laughs> the, didn't go well. Didn't okay. go well. It was a great effort. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Godfrey Ho is probably most well-known for directing the Cynthia Rothrock banger, Undefeatable. Okay. Do you know it? Uh, I, I know it because the final fight sequence is like <laughs> well-regarded as one of the most amazing and ridiculous fight sequences you'll ever see in a movie. Okay, cool. If you don't believe me, check it out. It's on YouTube. Just search Undefeatable, and like that fight scene okay. will come up. It's awesome. 
It is cool. awesome. Now the movie gets started. I think the intro sets the tone for this movie because it does look like something you'd create for high school uh, film class. Exactly. Yeah. And even though it was released in 85, I felt like it had more of a 70s vibe to it. Yeah, for sure. The music sounded to me like the end of a game show when the credits are rolling. That's that's music, where I got with it. That's great. Also, like in an in a way that assaulted me. Like I had to turn it down, and it was not up very high. I can see that. <laughs> if you don't like game shows, you definitely turn your set down. <laughs> now we start off in Japan, where we see a ninja dressed in all red, and his name is Yamato. Then three others. One ninja has a mustache. That's new for ninja. Yeah. I've never seen that before. No, it's extra, extra protection. I extra stealth, maybe. Yes, that's what I was my take was. It yeah. was like yeah. he's all at the same time dressed like a ninja and trying to blend in as a natural person in the environment there you with go. a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. You would never think he was a ninja. So you have to give it bonus marks for that. Okay, I'll I'll add one. Being more stealthy as a ninja. Yeah, I'll add mustache here. Yamato opens a box that's glowing inside, and he pulls out a golden statue. Then opens a second and third box, pulling out two other pieces. Now, did you notice anything about these boxes? Uh, No. Like, just that, just that they were glowing. Nothing more, really. The way these boxes were glowing inside made me think Tarantino saw this movie and used that idea for Pulp Fiction. Because like Okay, that that is what I was thinking when I wh- when I watched it. Why didn't you say it then, Dean, when I asked you? I thought you meant about the box. Like I thought you meant about the specific box. I mean, I, I kind of feel like that is about the box in a way. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I was thinking like the glowing suitcase. And yeah, I didn't even put together that like Tarantino loves yeah, like, like he, he loves these type movies. of movies, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You'll find music in his movies sometimes similar to the music that's in this movie. And yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the idea that what these guys have in this movie, in this box, is like a magical statue that grants you power. I feel like Tarantino yeah. was even playing with that because it was something that everybody wanted and coveted, but they didn't really tell us what it was. But it very yeah. well could have been something like that, like something that grants you this magical power. So there was, I mean, it definitely reminded me of that. I think there was some influence there. Yeah. Also some cool lighting in the scene. I thought it's some nice, like, you know, dark blues, deep reds. I thought it was lit nicely. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It reminded me a lot of uh, Suspiria, which is a movie that I uh, I like because of basically the colors and the score. And so when it started out like that and there was like the blues and the reds and everything, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. This is, this looks good. Even though like it looks old, it looks good. Yeah. Early sixties Star Trek is also lighted the same way. Oh, cool. They really went with like that color palette and lighting. It's really cool. Actually, if you go back and watch some of them. Yeah. Now, Yamato says it's the 20th anniversary of their ninja empire, and he's invited their top three warriors to witness the power of the empire. He puts the three statue pieces together, starts absorbing power from the statue, then asks his men to attack him. And they do. They're hitting him with the sword. They can't do any damage. He can't be defeated. So they all call him Supreme Ninja. 
Then in a real twist, the three warriors each grab a piece of the statue and they run off. Yeah. They're pursued by a group of red ninja, but they use their swords, smoke, throwing stars, and their dark eyeliner to escape. And that's (laughs) very helpful. (laughs) That's your intro. And honestly, I'm ready for more at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good intro. Yeah, I like the beginning. Like the beginning a lot. Good intro. I love that it's three pieces. I think this is really cool. Not just the statue makes you, um, you know, I- invincible. You need three pieces together. So that allows them to, you know, break three pieces apart and run away. I love that. The only thing I wanted more out of the beginning here um, was when the ninjas were like chasing and like running down the stairs. I just thought like there was too much use of the stairs. I thought like they could be kind of running on the top of the building. I thought it was kind of open for that. Like the way it looked, it, it looked like they could have kind of, you know, been a little bit cooler with their running, I guess, like on a top of a building or something. But other than that, I, I was I was digging the, uh, the opening. Sure. Yeah, I, I buy that. I have a beef as well, but I'll save my beef for the ratings because it comes into play there. Okay, cool. Uh, but the interesting thing is that, yes, when you put the statue together, it grants you power, but each piece individually also grants you power. Also very cool. Yeah. Now, two years later in Hong Kong, we see a red ninja kill one of those traitors, a Tomashi, and they get back one piece of the statue. Yeah. They immediately cut to a funeral for Tomashi, and this is where we learn that the dialogue in the movie is going to be horrible, but it's also (laughs) going to be hilarious. Okay, yeah. As we mentioned, the dubbing is awful um here's the thing it was so bad that personally i didn't even try to take it seriously i just i was just like this is so funny this is great like they're they're clearly having fun with it they don't care so i'm not gonna care so yamato obviously wants to put his statue back together right he's had tomashi killed so he's got his one piece now he's going after the other two pieces and those yeah. other two traitors are Baron and Harry. The very traditional okay. ninja name, Harry. Yeah. And Harry's got Harry appropriately has the mustache. Ah, he's Harry on the face, he's Harry in the name. Oh, maybe maybe that's maybe there was something lost in translation there. Yeah, yeah. Now, to make things a bit easier to follow, as you've already complained about <laughs> Dean. Yep, okay. (laughs) There are a few groups working together in this movie. You have the Supreme Ninja Yamato. He wants Uh his statues back. You have the traitor Baron, who stole a piece. He's actually a crime lord. And his main guy is named Tiger Chen. And you have Harry, who's basically supposed to be the good guy in the movie, and he has his man, Jaguar Wong. Okay. So mustached Ninja Harry randomly decides to show us how good he is. He's doing a handstand on his coffee table. Then he <laughs> he rolls off and cuts a watermelon into pieces. Oh, yeah. How is this even a scene? That's all it was. <laughs> it was like 10 seconds. And then... You know what? What? Harry does that kind of thing a lot in this movie where they cut to him and he's doing his thing. And I'm like, 
that's it? <laughs> that's all we're doing with him? How is this in here? It's great. Not just him, but also Baron, yeah. who we cut to. And he shows us how good he is at spinning fire. Oh, yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I have a question at this point. Sure. Why aren't Harry and Baron friends? I think at this point they are. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Now, I mean, from that demonstration that we just saw from them, I mean, they are scary good, right? Oh, so good. Look out. If you are a watermelon, you are done. Uh, Yeah. What did you think of the scene where Harry's with his wife and she's like, I'm making you a wonderful dinner. Oh, what is it? It's crabs. And then they all fall onto the floor. Yep. There's like seven crabs, big crabs on the floor. And Harry looks and he grabs one of his ninja projectiles and just tosses it into one of those crabs. And then they cut back to him and he's like, he's got this little smirk on his face. Like he just like, he solved the problem. Like problems, it was problem solved, wife. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she, this little crab, he's still he's walking around with a projectile in his shell. It, the the crab is fine. The crab, <laughs> the crab. I mean, he's probably not fine, but he's still walking around. I don't think he, he might cares. be even more angry. He's fine. And yeah. and then and end scene. That's it. That's like yeah. What what's going on? There's a lot of there's a lot of quick end scenes. There's a lot of just like oh, and it's done, and we're into the next one. This was one. Um, I was like, yeah, the screaming. She's screaming. That makes sense. There's crabs all over the floor. And so he's like, he thinks something's wrong, right? He thinks she's in trouble. So he looks and when he sees it's just, just, just crabs all over the floor, <laughs> he decides to take it into his own hands and stab one of them. It, I was just baffled, Tim. I was baffled here. What are they trying to tell us? That he's like capable of taking care of the job? Because there's seven he, crabs. All he did was he... I don't think he did. He put a... <laughs> a metal projectile into one of them and that's it. They're still all running around the floor including the one he hit. He didn't even, he didn't even kill I, that one. No, it didn't stop. It's still going around. It just has something in its head. I don't know what they're trying know, to man. to tell us with this. I have no clue. It was great, just though. this is great scene. I loved it. Great. It was laughing. Yeah, it's it's one of those baffling things where I'm just like, "Oh, that is what this movie is. That's what yeah. this movie is going to be. It's going to be this thing." It made me very hungry for seafood as well. I love crab. Oh, yeah. I actually had crab. I had crab right oh. right after that. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Thanks. So Harry gets a call from his man, Jaguar Wong, warning him that Tomashi, who was their third ninja, and his brother have been killed, and the sister Machiko might be next. And Harry, Ninja Harry... This entire movie uses a Garfield phone. Yes. Great touch. Yes. I'm yes. down with it. I love Garfield. Of course. When you, what kind of ninja? Like, when you lift this it guy up. is so undercover. <laughs> he's got a Garfield phone. What kind of ninja has a Garfield phone? <laughs> when you lift it up, Garfield's eyes open. And when you hang it up, oh, his yes. eyes close. Yeah. Dude, what I, w- what I would pay right now for a phone like that. Yeah. If, yeah. if I hadn't gotten rid of a landline like you know 15 years ago yeah i'd so get that phone for sure man that was like kind of the highlight of the movie is that garfield phone it was great man so good very nice touch always loved when those eyes opened and closed yeah always so jaguar wong goes to talk to machiko 
He fights some guys on the way in, then finds Michiko and lets her know she may be in danger. On the way out, he bumps into some more guys and he gets into another fight. And here's a bit of the hilarious dialogue in this movie. <laughs> Jaguar says, after he beats these guys up, the this, this second group of guys, he says, you've had a taste of my Jaguar technique. Now I've got something to tell you, pair of weaklings. Since you're both Tiger Chen's men, you'll take a message for me, right? And the guys are like, yep, yeah, yeah, okay, bye. And they just take off. <laughs> and he's like, he's, he says, hey, wait, you don't know the message. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm laughing at this point. It's like, like, it's so funny. Legitimately <laughs> funny. Legitimately funny joke. <laughs> it's, it's a great joke. They're just like, yeah, we'll t- you yeah. have a message for him? Okay, we'll tell him. See ya. Thanks. We'll, ta- We're we'll tell him. Later. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see Yamato, who's the Supreme Ninja. He's sneaking around Harry's house looking for the golden statue. The music shifted a bit here while he was in the house, and I really liked it because we are fans of magical ninja shit, and the music was very magical sounding. You know, it's yeah. got like almost like wind chimes or something playing, like something, some, sounds like something very magical is happening. So I, I did like that. Harry comes home while Yamato's there, and in one second, magically suits into his camo ninja gear yeah. to fight Yamato. This is fucking cool, man. I liked it. Yeah. You see Harry, then he's not there for one second, and then all of a sudden appears fully dressed in ninja garb. Yeah, this this movie kept losing me and winning me back, you know, and this is definitely the winning winning back moment um, here. It was really, really cool. Wasn't expecting this kind of... Uh, like, it's cool ninja stuff. And I yeah, just wasn't expecting the cool ninja stuff to, to happen because it, it hadn't really happened yet. That is why this movie is so good. It's because the ninja stuff is so damn good. It's just... Yeah, the ninja stuff is great. It's, like, surrounded by weird stuff that yeah, I don't want to be watching. That is not a movie. <laughs> yeah. So Yamato throws a throwing star at Harry. Harry catches it on his side. And this was awesome because he catches it on like one of the side points of the side. Yeah. And the star is just spinning around it still. Like he's caught it in cool. midair and it's just whipping around. Really, really cool. Then Harry uses a small mirror to blind Yamato. This was great. What a great technique. Awesome. Right? Yeah. And then Yamato in turn uses smoke from his sword to create a diversion and he disappears. So that was a fun ninja versus ninja action scene there really um it was really fast paced and they were just like whipping stuff out really quickly you had to kind of keep up and then like you're like oh that's cool that's cool that's cool so it was uh, it was awesome it was just a hard-hitting scene and yeah i i really liked it yeah same now an ongoing theme in this movie is thugs trying to take out jaguar it very much feels like every second scene is jaguar beating the shit out of some goons out of three or four guys. Yeah. Now, what I did like about this was it, I really did get the vibe out of this movie. Like he was on his way to a boss fight because the guys that got sent to him continued to level up. And they made a point of telling you like, you know, we are tougher than the last guys that you beat up. If you can beat us up, we will be very impressed with your, your abilities, your Kung Fu abilities. So I really liked that vibe. It kind of reminded me of what I thought was going to happen in Duel to the Death. 
where you were going to yes. get these guys yes. kind of like going on their way to a duel, fighting people, and we see how powerful they are. And by the time they get there, we know how powerful the character is. That movie was completely different. We totally, we were totally off, <laughs> off with how we thought that Ooh, one yeah. might go down, thanks to the name. Yeah. Um, but but also not thanks to the name. Once you see the movie, the name makes complete complete sense. But yeah, whatever. I digress. Uh, yeah. So I liked seeing him fight like weak competition, and then yeah. stronger competition, and stronger and stronger, all the way to the end where he gets his boss fight. I thought it was good. Yeah. No. That's cool because uh, Jaguar is like a really good fighter. You know, it's he's like this guy's um, got some really cool fighting scenes. So I did like that we his path is just kind of every time we cut back to him, he's just fighting, you know, another group of guys cut back to him again. He's doing something else and ends up fighting a group of guys. Uh, so, yeah, I was I, I never had a problem with it. I never had a problem with cutting back to him and having him fight the next group of guys. He's basically the lead man in the movie. He's the starring role. Yeah. For Even sure. though he's not like the highest guy, like, he works for one of the ninjas, but he's the guy. He's yeah. like, this movie is mostly following what he's doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's a star and he's, he's not one of the ninja. And, and there's so many ninja in the movie. Yeah. So Jaguar is just standing in a field waiting for guys to come <laughs> and guys come and he beats the shit out of them. And as one guy's falling to the ground in defeat, just like reaches up and grabs Jaguar's suit and tears it. Yeah. And Jaguar gets so mad that his suit got ripped. <laughs> yeah. He he bullies this guy into giving him his ruby ring to pay for a new suit. Great. I felt so bad for this goon. Like, yeah. <laughs> he did not want to give that ring up. You could tell it meant no. something to him. Yeah. He was whimpering. He was almost crying when he had to hand it over. Yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad for him too. Was, but Tim, a ring for a suit. Makes sense. I guess. Yeah. Pay your dues. We see Supreme Ninja Yamato again, and he's doing cartwheels. Then he disappears and reappears further ahead. Then he does a flip and disappears, but reappears up at a higher level. Very cool. Um, this shit was awesome. Yeah, he's infiltrating like a housing complex. He also uses yep. claws here to climb the side of a building. He gets into the building. There's a small flight of stairs, Dean, seven stairs. He crouches down and sneaks to the bottom step and then does a completely unnecessary front flip off the last <laughs> step. This was so... So stupid. This is ridiculous. There's a few moments. My wife was not watching the movie, but she was like around and kind of looking in on it. There's a few moments that she just had to turn and laugh. This was definitely <laughs> totally. one of them. She just turned and watched this guy sneak down the stairs and then do this unnecessary flip off the bottom step. And she just had to laugh. I could see if you're doing that off the top stair, but yeah, he's so like stealthily <laughs> yeah. navigated the first six stairs to get to the last one to do a handstand flip off of it. It's the least stealthy way to get to your feet after that. Yeah. But more cool ninja action as Yamato is in Baron's house and he hears yeah. Baron walk in. He jumps out to get him, but Baron is gone. 
then, Baron immediately peers out of thin air in his ninja suit. Yamato throws a throwing star at Baron, who stops it with his sword. Yamato shoots fire out of his sword. Yeah. Cool. Baron puts it out with smoke from his sword. And when the smoke clears, Yamato is gone. Cool. So what Yamato has done here, Dean, is he's taken a throwing star from Harry and thrown it at Baron and vice versa to make them think that it was the other who attacked. So he he made it look like Harry attacked Baron and Baron attacked Harry. So this is where they become enemies, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I picked up I, I picked up on that after I asked you the question and you said I think they're friends at this time. Then I thought, oh yeah, there's a there's a scene where they are like, that's my that's your throwing star and that's your throwing star, yeah. and then they fought. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, yeah, that makes sense. Now for some really weird stuff, as Jaguar sees an old girlfriend Lily. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> You're shaking your head in disgust. <laughs> he chases her car down in his car. Almost drives her off the road, then gets out, grabs her, says he doesn't think their feelings have changed, grabs her, forcefully pulls her in, starts kissing her. She resists at first, and then she's into it. Very James Bond-esque here. Oh, yeah. Where all it takes is you forcing a woman to kiss you, and then she realizes it's what she wanted all all along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just keep holding her tight so she has nowhere to go. (laughs) Yeah. Until she forgets why she's there. She'll eventually start (laughs) loving it. Yeah. Uh, to my surprise, we get a very weird and uncomfortable sex scene out of it. So weird and uncomfortable, A little bit of, little bit of nudity. Was like, it was so strange that, yep. like, during the whole sex scene, I'm like, is this actually going to turn into pornography? Like, I don't know. Oh, I can't yeah, tell I didn't, I didn't because either. it's so strange. Oh, yeah. But then also, there's really not that much. But then there's also too much. You know, it's yeah, just, totally. It was so strange. Yeah, you nailed it, Dean. That's a, that was the exact vibe of it. <laughs> it was such a weird vibe. Yeah, so the scene with Baron and Harry meeting occurs here. And all that I can think of as I'm watching this, because it like cuts to their faces, you know, it does like close-ups on their faces as, as they're like accusing the other of, you know, why'd you break into my house? You're looking for the statue. You're yeah. double-crossing. These guys don't look like ninja, man. No, of course not. <laughs> They're two old white dudes wearing thick eyeliner. Yeah. Like picture yourself with a fat Sharpie and you draw a line of black under your eye. Like a a thick one. One of the thick ones. Harry looks like a retired cop. Like he looks like in a buddy cop, in in a buddy cop movie, he would be like the older one who's a week away from retirement. That's a good take. I was going with two comic book store owners on a Saturday afternoon playing ninja. I mean, that works too. Yeah. But I like, I like your take on Harry better. Yeah. Maybe the other okay. guy, the other guy is the comic book store owner. Yes. That and makes sense. He's playing ninja with his soon to be retired yeah. police friend, Harry. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You, you got some time on your hands coming up. Do you want to go, uh, want to go to the park and play ninjas? You want to go play ninja? I got eyeliner. Yeah. I just washed my camo ninja suit. <laughs> what? Why is it camo? What is this? Why is it camo? The ultimate in, in ninja stealth. <laughs> camo. Camo. <laughs> All they can see is your face. 
Oh, wait, that eyeliner. Now we can't see anything. Oh, now you're in disappeared. You're invisible. Yeah. Great job, guys. The ultimate, the ultimate technique. The ultimate in stealth. Yeah. That's how that when they disappear, I think that's all that's happening. We're looking right at the eyeliner. It's and true. They just, they just disappear true. from our view. They apply the eyeliner and just disappear. <laughs> right As they do a flip, they put the eyeliner on and yeah. then we can't see them anymore. Now, guess what, Dean? Jaguar is fighting another group of goons. Hey, hell yeah. Um, I, I'm starting to wonder, as he destroys group after group, if yeah. he ever will lose. Oh, yeah. I never thought he would lose. I didn't think so either. But this yeah. time, <laughs> this is a nice touch. The group he's fighting now, led by the older brother of the guy he stole the ring from. Oh, yeah. Coming back, you know, the older brother. Revenge, yeah. You know, you stole something from my younger brother. Now I must destroy yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that touch. It's, of course. Tim, the the number of times you've had to do that for me, the number of people you've had to destroy because they took something from me, it's a high number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was too busy beating you up myself. <laughs> right yeah right uh can't you just picture this guy who lost his ring like running back to his yeah. older brother crying oh for sure he was fully in tears is my take just bawling he was so upset he was so upset i still feel bad for him yeah he did he was get willing he did get the ring back though yeah so yeah he was willing to ending. risk his life he was, he was really will, willing to risk his life to fight jaguar but he didn't want to give up that ring now, something really fun. A toy robot comes into Harry's house. This is what we were alluding to earlier as possibly being the Ninja <laughs> Terminator, the cyborg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A tiny little, like, one-foot-tall plastic toy robot comes to Harry's house in a ball of smoke to deliver a death message. And the voice is very, like... Very loud, very echoey. Mm -hmm. Your classic yeah. like sci-fi robot from the sixties. Yeah, and it tells him that yeah, he, has he has three, three days, days to, return to return the Golden, golden Ninja, Ninja Warrior, Warrior statue. statue. And then Harry immediately gets a phone call from the guy who sent it, and he says, <laughs> "Listen to me, traitor. By now, you should have received the message." You have three days to return the Golden Ninja Warrior or die. Uh, Could have just called. What? <laughs> Why didn't you just call? Why'd you send the robot? Why'd you send the robot? Why not just make the phone call? That's good enough. Tim, what is the robot? Like, what are what is our, our take on what the robot is? Is this actually a little toy that they have sent to deliver them they just like they did the smoke bomb they dropped the toy in the room and they left or has this toy traveled from the headquarters on his own and to deliver this message yeah my take is it's like a magical sentient toy <laughs> that like if you caught some b-roll yeah. of the movie you'd see it drive like yeah. rolling down the sidewalk on its way to their place yeah yeah and yeah it's 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 a real character is my take I think I think that's what we are supposed to believe is that this little toy robot is sentient and doing this on his own. Yeah. You, you must return, return the golden ninja warrior statue or die. 
You know what's really, really intimidating and makes me want to give up my golden warrior statue? That thing. A little small transformer toy. You know, uh, <laughs> you do joke about that, but when it came to the door, I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck this thing was capable of doing. Uh, like it, my eyes got real big. <laughs> I didn't know if it was just gonna blow up or like what yeah. what was gonna shoot yeah. out of this thing, but. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, strong words was like probably the bottom of my list of things I thought it was going to do. <laughs> That's all it does. Hear my warning. Hear the warning, Hear the warning of a one foot tall plastic robot. robot. <laughs> this, this message will be followed up with a call from my boss. <laughs> if you don't understand my echoey robot voice, my master will be calling you in three, two, one. Hello. Please Hello. give me a five-star five rating on delivering the message. <laughs> Please, Please leave me a large, large tip on the app. <laughs> He's awesome. I love that robot. Now, Jaguar? Doing what Jaguar does. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting guys. He's at a drug deal now with Tiger yeah. Chen's men. Now, Tiger Chen is Baron's guy. Baron, you know... He's a, he's a bit of a bad guy. He's, do, he's, he's dealing yeah. drugs. Uh, Jaguar's there. He rips them off. He steals their drugs. And I actually thought this was a really cool scene. As he's fighting four guys, there's a car around. He kicks a trunk open, then kicks yeah. a guy into the trunk, then kicks it closed, all while he's fighting like two other guys at the same time. Yeah, This was really great choreography. Yep, yeah, it was awesome. Now, the sister Machiko gets kidnapped. This was cool. She's at a party full of people. The lights go off for five seconds. They go back on and she's gone. Yeah, cool. Now, back to the toy robot. It visits Baron now. <laughs> this entry, entry was a bit... A bit less exciting than the first one. Yeah. Where he like rang the doorbell and then appeared in a ball of smoke. This time <laughs> he just shows up at the patio door and is waiting there to be let in. <laughs> Baron's like, what is that at my door? Yeah. And just opens the patio door. Uh, did you notice Baron was eating a piece of the watermelon Harry cut earlier? Oh, cool. Okay. I didn't know that. I mean, it's not cool. It's just like they decided to reuse <laughs> the prop that they cut. They're like... We've got this cut-up watermelon. I guess let's just make the guy eating a piece of it uh, in this next scene or whatever. Right. Like they probably filmed Not those cool. scenes back-to-back, -back <laughs> and they're like, he should be eating something here. Why is he sitting at this Give table? Give him the watermelon. Why is he just sitting there? Give him something. Yeah, give him a piece of the watermelon. Uh, excellent. Excellent. Uh, the robot gives Baron the same message. Look out. Now, Jaguar, who has Tiger's drugs suggests they make a swap for Machiko. Drugs for Machiko. Yeah. Uh, in the process, he gets double-crossed, and he gets captured at the exchange. They take him to Machiko, where he once again suggests the trade. Because the first time, he didn't actually bring the drugs. This time, he's saying he will. He'll, he'll trade the drugs for Machiko. Yeah. Then another very uncomfortable sex scene, Dean. With the same girl, yep. Lily, and her new man. Yep. Now, what the fuck was this? This was even worse. It was same. It was the same. What the fuck? Let's break this one down. 
<laughs> Great. I'll give you my <laughs> take. You 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 very adequately broke down the first one. I'll I'll break this one down <laughs> okay. for you. Okay. This guy loves nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he does. <laughs> he also looks confused. He wasn't sure where to put her legs. He didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> and it really looked to me like he was a creature out of a horror movie who <laughs> absorbs your soul when they have sex with you. The look on his face was of, I'm absorbing your soul. <laughs> he looked so confused at first. <laughs> and then... So serious. Oh my goodness, Tim. I can't. I can't even on this one. That was that one. <laughs> that was that, that one. was that one. Same girl. Same girl. As soon as I saw her sitting on that bed, I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I know where this one's going. She was really cute too. I I really liked oh, her. Yeah. 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 Great dancer. She had that dancing scene. Fuck, dude. Oh, true. She's yeah. Great. Actually true. She was very, yeah. very compelling. Uh, toy robot time again. It awesome. goes back. We're not done yet. <laughs> like, dude, great use of this Prominent toy. Ro- character. Great use of this toy robot. Oh, Why yeah. stop? Oh, yeah. Why stop? Yeah, everybody loves it. They know everyone loves it. It goes to visit Harry. Harry's wife answers the door, and she is thrilled with the little guy. <laughs> She's so excited. <laughs> oh, what's this? Yeah, cute. She doesn't know its true nature, unfortunately. She doesn't know what it's there yeah. for. The robot has brought Harry a VHS. So uh, Harry... It's holding the VHS, Tim. It's holding in its little robot toy arms. It's holding a VHS tape. No, even better. It was lying on its back. Because that's the only way they could get it to hold it. (laughs) Just put it on its back and put the VHS tape on top of it. Yeah. Great, great. Now, I love that they both sit down to watch it. Because on the VHS, it's just a couple of men torturing Machiko. (laughs) (laughs) like they sit his wife they're watching it down on the couch like they're about to watch survivor and what they get is two guys beating the shit out of michiko and they just keep watching until she's unconscious they don't even say anything they just watch until it's done yep they didn't say anything they this wife wasn't like what's this this is weird Nobody said anything. They're just watching anything. until the guys delivered their message about like, yeah, you better return your statue or this is what will happen to you. See? So weird. This so great. I'm losing control here, Tim. <laughs> I've gone over the edge. <laughs> well, we're not done yet by a long shot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I've changed fun factor. I've changed my number. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> so listen, though, Harry calls Jaguar, his man, who's escaped from Tiger's men, and Harry tells him Machiko's been kidnapped. Hold (laughs) on. Hold on. Shouldn't Jaguar have called Harry with this info? Because by this point, Jaguar's already been to the bad guy's base, seen Machiko, been captured himself escaped now he's back at home and answers the call from harry with what's up boss <laughs> uh dude tell your fucking boss what's going on out in the world <laughs> harry's like Machi- agree, machiko's <laughs> been kidnapped 
Jaguar even says, how can you be sure? What? <laughs> you were there. He was there. You were Why trying to rescue him? her yourself. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought he would be like, yeah, I was just there. I saw her. I'll go back and get her. But he was acting like he didn't know. He's the worst like <laughs> man dude to have on your team ever. He's just obsessed yeah. with beating people up and doesn't care about information or giving no. giving you the right information. What's up, boss? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Any idea what's going on with Michiko? No, boss. No. Are you sure? Are you sure she could have got kidnapped? I don't know, boss. <laughs> Are you I don't know sure? About that. Are you sure she was kidnapped? And he's always got this look on his face. Like he's just knows more than you. You know, he's always got that smirk on his face. He's just like, I know what's going he's on. He's got that great do. laugh, too. He does like a ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. All the time. You guys think you're tougher right. than me, hey? Ha, ha, ha. Hey, Lily, you think we're through? <laughs> I don't think your feelings have changed for me. Ha, ha, ha. Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> yeah. What's up, boss? Ha, ha, ha. How can you be sure? <laughs> it's great. I liked it. Uh, it's excellent. Uh, back to um, another scene with Harry cutting up another watermelon. That's how he trains. Yeah, great. Watermelon scene number two. Then we see him absorbing power from the statue. And the way that they consistently show us that these people are gaining power from the statue. And I guess so that they know themselves. They always take yeah. their sword and they start smashing it on their own arm. And it yeah. just sounds like they're hitting metal. And they just hit their yeah. own arm over and over and over again. And then you know this person has absorbed the power. Yeah. Hey, what if it didn't work? Well, that's how you test it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what if it didn't work? You just cut your and own then arm. You cut, your, you cut your arm. Yeah. yeah. So Jaguar goes out and kidnaps Lily. And he wants to exchange her for Machiko. Uh, because they didn't care too much about the exchange of drugs, of their drugs from Michiko. So now he's, he kidnaps yeah. Lily. So we yeah. head out to the cliffs by the water for the exchange. And Jaguar has been set up again. It's not Michiko. It's a man in disguise. The real Michiko is back at their HQ with a bomb tied to her. So Jaguar fights some guys on a cliff here. I thought this was pretty good because they were yeah. right on the edge. Like yep. they're getting kicked and rolling, falling very close to the edge of this cliff. I thought it was a good scene. Yeah, this this um guy in disguise uh was one of my favorite lines. Um, because when they were setting up the guy in a disguise, this just shows me that like I'm not sure they put too much thought into dubbing this. Um they're setting the guy up in a disguise and they say, uh, we're going to disguise you, sunglasses. That's the line. <laughs> we're gonna disguise you, comma sunglasses the interesting thing was they were putting that disguise on machiko yeah that is also so it was a weird unnecessary scene because yeah they were only dressing her up in the disguise to fool us, fool us to ultra the fool audience. us but yeah we would have been fooled anyways because when they're out on the cliffs you can't it's a far away shot you can't really see like, just yeah. tell us this is Machiko. We'll buy it because we can't see anybody's face. But they yeah. really wanted to set it up on us. So they showed her getting 
suited up with that stuff. Yeah, they just they must have just cut that one really quick. Maybe they put it on her and then someone was like, hey, if we're going to disguise her, why don't we just disguise one of us? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we just missed that part. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that that hit the uh, editing room floor. <laughs> yeah. Where several other scenes should have ended up as well. Yes. Yes. Now, Jaguar escapes from these men. He gets to Machiko just in time to stop the bomb. And this is what you're talking about with the slow motion. They basically just like paused frame and then let it play, then paused frame, then let it play, then paused frame. And I guess they were trying to create the illusion of slow motion. That didn't work. That's not how you do it. No. It didn't look like slow motion. It looked like they were pausing the movie. (laughs) It looked like my movie was messing up. It looked exactly like, oh, no, wait. This is a tense moment. I think it's slow motion. In this case, it looked like exactly what they were actually doing, which it was did. It looked like that. Pausing yeah. it. Uh, Harry gets a message written on his window that says, Challenge at the Devil's Rock. Then Baron gets a VHS of his own from the robot. It's a video of a ninja trader being forced to kill themselves. And this is what's in store for him if he doesn't give back the statue. And it ends with the voice narrating the VHS saying that he is a ninja terminator. They just had to they had to squeeze that in somewhere in the movie. Yeah, so who's the ninja terminator? Um well my take is the ninja terminator is the person narrating the VHS which yeah. is someone from the ninja empire that we've yeah, never okay. seen before. So okay. all yeah, that they've alluded it. to is that there's a ninja empire. Yeah. And cause at the beginning that, uh, Yamato who brings the statue together, he says, I want to, I want to show you the true power of the ninja empire. So right. He's just like right. one of the guys. So maybe that was the leader of the ninja empire. I don't know. Yeah. But he's only mentioned in this VHS scene. Okay. Now Jaguar, has tracked down Tiger Chen. So here's uh, he's been working his way to the top, and this is his boss fight. They're on like a beach resort, like pretty cool. It's like right near the sand, and there's also yep. a bunch of swimming pools around. And they have a battle to the death, Dean. Yeah, man. It was a very, very long, very kick-heavy fight. That yeah, kick heavy for sure. <laughs> I found myself no longer caring about. It was yeah, it was kick heavy and it was foot heavy. They kept doing close ups on feet. It was every bit of five minutes. Oh, which is for a sure. long time to watch people kick each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of this scene, Dean? Um. Yeah, I think I I was confused. They like I, by the shots of the feet. Because, yeah. like, they kept doing close-ups on feet on the ground. And so I was like, oh, man, this foot is going to come into play sometime in this fight. And then they kept kicking each other. So I was like, maybe that's it. Maybe the, they're just focusing on their greatest weapons are the kicks, which they are. They do they do a lot of great kicking. Um, and then they just kind of kept getting, uh, well, at least Tiger kept getting stuck in the sand. You know, he kept slamming down his foot and getting stuck in the sand and uh, it, yeah, it just felt a little repetitive that it kept going and going. I thought at first it was really cool. I was into it at first. And then it just, after two or three minutes of this fight, you're to the point where you're like, okay, like 
it could have just started now and gone on. Like, I don't need more. I don't need more of this. Yeah. Like the ninja fights are really quick and concise. And then all of Jaguar's fights are so long and drawn out. But like, he's not a ninja. He's not doing ninja stuff. He's just doing Kung Fu. That's what he does. So all his fights, his fights are like really long. They're really drawn out. Like the whole feet thing and the jumping in the sand, like, I guess they're trying to let you know that Tiger Chen has like a bit of a like magical power where he can kick really hard. Right. Yeah. So he's like going into, he's kicking so hard. He's going deep into the sand. Yeah. Okay. They kind of kept setting that up. Like he did like a big kick and his foot got stuck in the sand. Then there was another time where he like jumped off something and he was like ankle deep in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads us to the way that Jaguar wins the fight, which was so stupid, but funny is that mm-hmm. Tiger Chen does a ultimate powerful jump off of a ledge from a, from above when Jaguar's lying in the sand. Jaguar rolls out of the way, and Tiger Chen's jump is so powerful that he gets buried waist deep in the sand. Shit. And Jaguar just comes in and lands like one finishing blow to his head and kills him. That's it. Elbow to the top of the head. Does it. That was, uh, that's a way to, I mean, that's, that's one way to do it. It's a way. That's a way to do it's it. It's a way. I, I will say they did make Tiger look really powerful, which I did like. That's true. He de- definitely looked like he was much stronger than anyone that Jaguar had fought before. Just by the way he was blocking shots and hitting, uh, I, I liked how he looked during the fight. That's true. Yep. Jaguar, as tough as he is, he had a lot of trouble here. Yeah. If it weren't for that sand, he'd be dead. He'd be done. He'd be done. Yeah, the sand was his. It was his ally on this one. Now it's time to finish things off once and for all, Dean. Harry and Baron bring their pieces of the statue to Devil's Rock. They both summon its power. The Supreme Ninja Yamato shows up with his piece, and he summons power as well. Harry starts fighting Yamato, then disappears, and Baron appears in his place and continues fighting. Cool. Cool. Fucking cool. Hell yeah. Great clashing sword effect sounds here. I really liked it. Baron disappears and Harry appears in his place to continue the fight. Harry throws a star at Yamato, but it bounces off his powerful back. Harry throws a green bomb at Yamato. Yamato counters with a red bomb and Baron throws a blue bomb. It's a cool scene. Yep. Yamato starts taking some damage, though, so he disappears and reappears right by the statue, and he's trying to power back up. Baron jumps on him, and Yamato stabs him in the neck with a cool elbow spike that came out of his suit. That was was awesome. I think he killed Baron. I think he killed him there. Yeah. Got him right in the neck with it. Yeah. Harry puts his sword to Yamato's throat takes all three pieces of the statue, puts them together, and levels up, absorbing the statue's full power. Yamato requests to be killed. Harry says, your death will serve no purpose. Yamato says he's lost face and could never return to the ninja empire. Then he blows himself up. And the end. And fuck yeah. Great ending. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, great, great ending. ending. Yeah. 
That's our movie. Cool. Wow. I had a lot more fun uh, than I thought I would talking about this one. I think you needed the second viewing, Dean, to be honest with you. I was in stitches over here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff in it. Yeah. It's fun. It's definitely fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to our ratings. Do, cool. do you want to go first or second? Uh, I can go first. That's fine. All right. Go ahead. Weapons and tools. Uh, do we get swords, throwing stars, knives? Are they using bombs? Are they using poison? Do they use ropes and grappling hooks, etc.? Maybe something we've never seen before. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, really strong category, in my opinion, for this movie. Um, lots of stuff. We're seeing tons of stuff. Lots of throwing projectile weapons, even multiple types. Um, obviously, swords are, are a major player in this, but... Uh, uh, there's there's just like yeah they're they're using lots of di- their swords actually have like smoke coming out of them sometimes fire coming out of them sometimes um they got bombs going on cool different colored bombs the uh the elbow spikes something i haven't seen before so that's also points for something i haven't seen before um i didn't give it a perfect i think there could be some areas um where there was a little bit more but i gave it a nine out of ten okay very nice uh i'm pretty much with you yeah, swords, throwing stars, smoke, fire, projectiles, guns, bombs, a sigh, claws for climbing. They used rope to tie people up, which is like, at least they use the rope. Yeah. The golden statue itself is a new weapon we haven't seen before. A very yeah, powerful true. weapon. Very cool. While it had all of these things and in a category that I'm more than happy to give a 10, it just felt like something was missing. So yeah. I am with you, Dean. I gave it a nine. Cool. So tactics. Are they being ninja? Are they using stealth? Is there infiltration? Are they burning castles down or stealing documents? Are they trying to assassinate someone? Are they camouflaging themselves in trees? Are they hiding in plain sight? So there's definitely some stealth with the ninja using the ability to disappear and reappear quite often. And when Machiko was kidnapped from that room, like the, the lights went out, she got kidnapped out of a, a room full of people. So, yeah. so that was fine. Yeah. There was a bit of infiltration with Yamato scaling the side of the building and breaking into the homes to plant the throwing stars. But here's my callback to the beginning. They had a great opportunity with the stealing of the golden statue at the beginning to show those three ninja infiltrating the temple and stealing it, but they didn't. They just showed it. Yeah. It was like a like a smash and grab almost. They just grabbed it and ran off. But just take two minutes to show them sneaking in, you know, climbing up a wall, running on the roof, dropping in, grabbing that, and then coming out again. That would have done a lot for me in this category. A couple of characters were assassinated, so that's fine. And even though Harry's costume was camo, there wasn't a lot of camouflage going on in the movie. Jaguar did use cigarettes at one point to distract his captors. That was neat. And Yamato blows himself up at the end to avoid being yeah. dishonored. That's probably my cool. favorite tactic in this movie. But I, I had a really hard time deciding on a score for this category and I ended up with a seven. Okay. I like, I like that score. That's yeah. Very respectable. Um, I, uh, 
all the things you said really uh it's kind of how i felt about it i really liked a lot of the stuff the the tactics are kind of the stuff that was pulling me back into the movie and making me pumped about it again so like the disappearing i did like the infiltrating in the different um the different homes uh there was some like kind of scaling up the sides of the building not like scaling but kind of crawling up the sides of the building in order to get there i thought that stuff was really cool um using pulling out a mirror in a fight i thought was awesome using that to blind using the sun to blind the guy so he couldn't see you thought that was really good um those fights the ninja fights i was actually adding some tactics in there as well because that's where it seemed like they were they were coming out uh but same with you i wanted more more sneaking around there wasn't a lot of sneaking there's a lot of disappearing but not a lot of sneaking um and yeah i didn't even think about that stealing at the beginning that is what's missing for me is that that kind of that that yeah that infiltration because they did steal something so i gave it gave them points for that but it's right there it's right there for you to just have that scene of them sneaking in and stealing um i'm i'm pretty close to you i have an eight i have them at eight for tactics okay fighting and kills dean what do the fight scenes look like? Are they well choreographed? How cool are the moves? Are limbs being lost? Are heads popping off? Do we like the kills? Do they get a reaction out of us? Go ahead. This is tough for me. I was kind of all over the map as the movie was going on. Um, really like a lot of the ninja fights, quick stuff with lots of, you know, quick action. Um, the Jaguar fights I was into because he's like clearly really good at it. Um, but you know, some of the some of the choreography got a little boring. There could have been a little bit more excitement in it. Um, but like it was really cool at first. It was really good moves. But then it, it, it since it was happening so much over and over, I got a little bored with his fights. Um, but yeah, the the fight at the end um, with sort of the disappearing and reappearing ninjas in, in their place was just a really cool aspect. Um, so I did enjoy the fighting as a whole. Um, but I just thought it was, yeah, it was kind of lacking a little bit. Um, so I have, I have it at a seven out of 10. Okay. So a shitload of fighting. Yeah. In this movie. <laughs> it feels like half the movie is just fighting. I thought the choreography was okay for the level of movie that we were, wa we were watching. There's some really cool moves like with Jaguar kicking that trunk open and kicking the guy in there. That was really impressive. That was like a level movie action. And I feel like the movie like flirted at times with really, really great a level stuff, but with so much fighting, they just couldn't keep that up. Right. Yeah. Um, Jaguar also at one time, he kicked a baseball out of a guy's hand and then kicked the baseball into the guy's face. That was fucking great. I've never seen that right. before. Very cool move. He kicked a rock at a guy to knock a detonator out of his hand. He also threw a die to hit Tiger Chen in the face to distract him. So there's lots of cool, cool fighting stuff going on. The ninja fights where they disappear looked awesome. My problem with this category arises with no limbs being lost, no heads popping off, and not many kills. And yeah. yes, Yamato blows himself up, which was fun, but it was another tough category for me to score because the fighting is so high and the kills just brings it down. But um, I went with a seven in this category. Now, settings and locations. What's the aesthetic of the movie? 
We love seeing fights in fields and forests, deserts, in water. If it's a more modern movie, they might not have the opportunity to do that. So in a more modern movie, what does the set look like? How are they interacting with the location and that type of stuff? So this is not a more modern movie. This is an older movie. So where did they take us? So they fought in a field. They were on the cliffs by the water. They fought on a beach. They were sort of out in the forest for a scene. There was a temple at the beginning. They were in a few different houses. We were at the bad guys HQ. So lots of good stuff going on. I really would have liked them to have spent more time at those locations. But for a lower budget movie like this, I think they did a really good job of hitting on different locations. Like they really easily could have not even have gone to the effort of going out to these locations, but they did. The locations themselves didn't look all that good, but I'm going to put that more on the camera quality than where they were at. Because with a, with a modern camera, these places would have popped way more than they did. So I thought they did a really good job of not only taking us to different locations, but also interacting with those locations really well. So I'm giving it a high score of an eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this movie's got rocks, sand, grass, stone, buildings. You know, we're everywhere. We're going everywhere and we're fighting there. We're not just like there. We're fighting there. They're fighting on the cliffs. They're fighting in the sand, fighting in a field. Um, I thought the locations were awesome. Uh, I, I agree with you that like it, there's something happening where I don't quite feel like I'm totally immersed in the location. I'm more just watching it than feeling like I'm really there. It's just something, maybe it's about how it's shot, something about it where I just don't, I'm not quite sucked into it. Um, so that just drops a little bit for me. But like with what they were doing here, they're going a lot of places. They're using the locations. They're using everything like to their advantage. Same with you, Tim. Eight out of ten. And finally, fun factor. Did we have fun with the movie? Would we watch it again? Would we buy the Blu-ray? Did it go fast or was it a slow drag? Dean, you it sounded like you had some issues with this category. Yeah. It sounds like we may have boosted that up a little bit. What do you got it here? It boosted. What do you got? I was, I was going to be really low on this one. I'm going to say I was really, really low coming in. Um, but that's just because... Uh, yeah, it kept winning me over and losing me and winning me over and losing me. I, I watched it, you know, right when I watched it, it was sort of right after I had finished a hard day of work. I threw it on and I think maybe maybe I was still wrapped up in that. You know, maybe I was still had the tense of the tension of work because coming here and talking about it just reminded me of how great it was and, uh, you know, how fun it actually was, how funny the scenes were. I think if I was actually watching it with my wife, we would have had a good time laughing at it. So it might have actually boosted that score for me. So I was real low. I'm still probably going to be a little lower than you, Tim, because uh, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm going to watch it again. I'm not going to buy it on Blu-ray. Um, but, you know, I, I can't say I didn't have fun with at least half of the movie. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be at a 6 out of 10. Very nice. That's respectable. So for me, this movie went by really fast. I did look for it on DVD. I, nice. I immediately wanted to buy a copy. This is just something I want to own. It's just a magical, yeah. magical thing. Couldn't find a good deal on it. But I had an absolute blast watching it. 
There are so many neat ninja elements to it. It really surprised me. Yeah, it's like a shit movie, but with movies like that, with shit B movies, you got to understand what you're getting into. And as a B movie, this gave me far more than most B movies deliver. So this is definitely a recommend for me to people. I would say watch this movie understanding that like you're just going to have fun with it. It's not serious. Like, you know, it's just a it's a crappy, awesome movie. But I'm going eight out of ten with the fun. I had a great time. Cool. So my total is a thirty nine. Dean, your total is a thirty eight. Nice. <laughs> We're very, very Perfect. close. Again. That puts it at a 77. Very nice. Which is very respectable. Very respectable. It jumps into fourth place. And we have at number six, American Ninja 2, The Confrontation, with 43. This is news to the main feed people. Over on Patreon, we had some supplementary ninja material as we covered a Samurai Jack episode and put that through our ninja rating. That is at five with a score of 74. This movie, Ninja Terminator, comes in at number four with a 77. At number three is Ninja, just one point ahead at 78. Oh, wow. Okay. Number two, Batman Ninja at 83. And at number one, Duel to the Death, standing at a perfect 100. Incredible. That movie captured our hearts. That m movie rules. <laughs> so good. Awesome. Well, I cannot wait, Dean, for the first Monday of next month. Yeah. When rent is due again. Yeah, I can't and wait. we owe the listeners another ninja movie. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to help support us here at Talking Back, there's a few ways you can do that. You can tell your friends about an episode. Tell your friends about Talking Back. Just let them know. Nothing bad can happen from just saying, hey, check out this podcast from Talking Back. You'll never believe this movie they covered Ninja Terminator. Uh, yeah, you could also rate and review us. Uh, Dean's, you're laughing over there. This is great. <laughs> losing it. Oh, these uh, outro reads are always so awkward. <laughs> Recommending Ninja Terminator episode to someone just makes me smile. I mean, who wouldn't love this episode? Come on. Who wouldn't love Come it? Come on, everybody. Uh, yeah, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Check us out on buymeacoffee.com. Check us out on Patreon. That's our recommendation because we, uh, you'll drop a few, a few bucks every month and we'll drop you some bonus episodes. That's the best way to do it. And now that this episode's over, head on over to bfopnetwork.com. Check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something that you like. Or Dean will watch this movie again. Oh, and I'll blow myself up too. <laughs> Whoa, and he'll blow himself up. 
Wow. I'll watch it and then blow myself up. That's amazing. That is, that's a glowing recommendation for BFOPnetwork.com. That I agree with. Thank you, Dean, for joining. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.